Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. Friday, it is March 22nd, it is 2019, we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. It's been a, you know, you look at this week and it's been a great week as far as just slate size. You know, it's been seven to nine games almost all week and that's just the money spot for me. Joined today by JSU, him and Grant switched days. Um, John, how are you doing? Second time this week. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm... The regular on this this week, you know, uh, got a, another time with you. Hope we can uh, help people take something down. Yes, sir. So, seven game Friday slate. I, I like it. I'm gonna be traveling today. Um, traveling to Martinsville for the race. So, you know, this smaller slate sets up perfect for me. I, I love this slate. I will be able to adjust news once I get to my hotel and um, watching basketball on Friday night, getting ready to, um, you know, get ready for the race on the weekend. So if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders link. Or if you haven't signed up already, just join the listeners league that's signed up through the link that we get access to any cool promos that we run with fantasy draft, run them from time to time. Don't run them all the time. But we do run them from time to time. So if you want access to those promos, uh, make sure you sign up through the Rotor Grinders links. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission fee- free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started. So you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Roto-Grinders a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. We start here with my Orlando Magic. It's Memphis at Orlando, 208.5 total here. Orlando favored by 6.5 in this game. A lot of injury news here for Memphis. Anderson is out. Bradley is out. Brooks is out. Jackson is out. And Conley is doubtful. On the Orlando side, Mobamba is still out. And uh, Briscoe is still out. So let's start with Memphis. A lot of names here that are out. Um, what are we looking at here as far as Memphis goes? Because we have to, we have to look at something, right? Like they just, they have way too many guys out um, not to be looking at these guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got Wright who played 40 minutes last game. You got holiday who played almost 40 minutes. I think it was 38. Um, you know, Kabbalah played 40. 
So it's like, and then Valanciunas played like over 35. So um, Conley's going to be out um, this game. Pretty sure he's listed as doubtful. So I, I would assume I'm going on under the assumption he's out. Uh, Bradley's still going to be out. So for me, it's like, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm either stacking this game like fully up and hoping they can, they can keep it close or just taking my favorite punt. Um, probably Wright would be the guy that I like the most if I just had to choose one. Um, but you know, I, I like, I don't feel comfortable with holiday. Um, uh, I know he's cheaper, you know, Cabal, I don't think he's very g- good player. Um, so like, I, I don't know. The only way I would get those guys in is probably in a stack. Um, Valentunas for me, again, if I was stacking the game, he'd be in my stack, but I, I just don't think I'm going to pay the price. I, I don't think they can keep it close um, where I could see Valanciunas being the only guy who, you know, they have at least bigs who he can like sit for. So I think I'm going with right. And I think, you know, maybe a little bit of holiday, but that'll be it for me. Yeah. The other guy that I want to throw out there, you know, there's probably a Fandle play where you can drop your lowest score, call him a Fandle punt, Funt, whatever you want to call him is Tyler Dorsey. Um, he played well. He played 20, 22 minutes um, uh, against Houston on Wednesday, and now you're throwing out Conley too. So like Bradley was already out. Now you're throwing out Conley. There's even more minutes to go around. He plays twenty five minutes here and gets to twenty fantasy points. He's not the worst play at a shooting guard position. You know, you're not using up a guard position. Um, shooting guard really stacked today. Don't get me wrong. But we have a lot of overpriced shooting guards on this slate because of recent performance over there on FanDuel as well. So I don't mind maybe punting um, with a guy like Dorsey over there. But yeah, you know, just looking at Memphis as a whole, you know, Wright is fifty one hundred on FanDuel, and I think he's better play over there on DraftKings. So you know, Wright's going to play a, a ton of minutes, but I don't see him. I don't see him playing more minutes than he played the other night. I think that's probably his cap. So like. Dorsey is going to have to play extra minutes here. And I don't feel good about wanting to play Tyler Dorsey, but you know, we didn't feel good uh, about playing Brown and bridges on Thursday and we did it, but you know, these guys are just cheap and there's going to be some studs we can pay up for on the slate. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my only worry is like to come back with that would be like, do you think they play Carter or uh, Washburn? Um, or any of these other guys they have just kind of sitting there. I know they didn't get run last game, but like with Conley out, like you said, that's a, that's, you know, 42 minutes is a lot to spread around. So, you know, do Carter. they, do they play these bigs more? What, which Carter? Uh, Javon. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, he, he hasn't been playing of, of late. Um, but you know, he's got run before. So like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like for me, I, I don't know if Dorsey just gets, maybe he gets to 30 minutes, but like there's still like a ton of minutes from Conley that's going to be divvied out. I feel like to some of these other guys. So I get, I get the Dorsey play. I think like you said, he's a better punt play, but I don't know. This team just scares me. I think they could spread the minutes around a little bit. Yeah. Like even if you take a shot on like DraftKings though, like Dorsey's three K's min salary. Like, realistically, if he gets you, like, 15 to 18 points, like, he's not going to kill you if your studs go off. So, 
Like, we're not asking for a 5K guy to get us 30 here. We're asking for a min salary guy to play 25 minutes. And JSU, me and you can go play 25 minutes and put up 15 fantasy points. So, um, yeah. no, and you want to attack, yeah, you want to attack Orlando with guards anyway. You don't want to attack them with big men. Vooch has been really, really good on defense this season. So, I don't know. It, like I said, it's crazy, but it's our first game, and we're already we're already talking crazy here. Like Chandler <laughs> Parsons played twenty five minutes the other night. He has oh, twenty eight no. and thirty four fantasy points in back to back games. He's thirty four hundred. Like, like you could get creative with contrarian value here. Now, if we open up projected ownership uh, on Friday, and Chandler Parsons is fifteen percent, we're going way under that, but. If Chandler Parsons is projected at like 5%, like he's another guy you can get creative with here. Like there's so many people out for Memphis that even Chandler Mars, even Chandler Parsons is playing 25 minutes. Stevie, if I, if I lose to Chandler Parsons, I will just, I will tip my cap. I'll take the loss and I will just, we'll go on to, we'll go on to the next day. Cause you know, he's a Gator, right? Um, I know, I know. Just, just throwing it out there. You guys um, just skated out a victory, but um <laughs> Up eighteen yeah, and know. just forget I, how to play basketball. Ugh. Yeah, I, I I actually turned the game off. Yeah, it was like so you know, with like seven minutes left, I turned the game off. It was that bad. Um, but yeah, I I, I think I'm, I think we're done with this game. I you know, Chandler Parsons. We haven't we haven't even talked to Orlando yet. <laughs> oh my god, I, I I'm already done with this game. This Memphis value, I it's like I. I, I'm, I know I'm going to have to pick one or two guys, and I, I, I can't stand doing it. You know, like, even if we look at the Orlando side, is there anything that really stands out to you for the Magic? They've been playing pretty consistent. Um, you know, they're trying to make the playoffs. So the guys are playing the minutes. You, you know exactly where the minutes are coming from from Orlando. We're at that time of the season where when teams are trying to make a playoff push, we can project the minutes very easily. I'm not saying very easily, but I, I am saying, like, easy enough the one guy that i am a little concerned with here minutes wise is dj augustine they went out and they signed michael carter williams to that, i think to a 10-day deal um so i'm a little concerned just where michael carter williams is going to be getting the minutes from because you know he's gotten 16 and 18 minutes in the two games that he's played with orlando so those minutes are either coming from terrence ross or they're coming from dj augustine so those are those, that group of like three is the guys that I'd stay away from. But Aaron Gordon still has upside. But you know, there's not a lot standing out to me here for Orlando. Yeah, honestly, Stevie, this is one of the teams I've kind of just crossed off. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking at anyone here. Not Booch at 9600. Not you know Gordon. I, I know they've been playing well, but I just can't do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going there on the slate. Yeah, like Memphis allows the second fewest fantasy points to opposing centers, and Orlando allows like the seventh fewest. So like the big men are not the answer in this game. It's it's somewhere else. And for Orlando, you know, really it's a coin flip. And on a seven game slate, we don't have to take that coin flip. Um, I right. feel perfectly and comfortable playing a couple Memphis guys in this game, and you know, just taking the value and moving on. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, like you said, with those bigs, like. Fournier's minutes have been cut down a little bit the last, you know, three games. Terrence Ross, his minutes have been kind of, you know, cut down the last three games. If you look at them, you know, um, same with DJ Augustine. So I think, you know, you're seeing a Wandu, you're seeing, um, you know, Michael Carter Williams. They're, they're not giving these guys, you know, 35 
plus minutes like Fournier, like he was getting, you know, in the middle of the year. So I, I just can't take him at even at his like cheaper price. I can't do it. Yeah, really, the only two safe plays on the Magic are Vooch and Aaron Gordon. That you know where they're. If it's a close game, their minutes are going to be there. But you know they're the two highest price players for the Magic as well, and we have plenty of people we can pay up for in the slate. So, all right, we're moving on here. We got the Clippers and the Cavs. Um, no total in this one, which I thought was kind of interesting um, because there's not a lot of injury news in this game. Deladova is already out, and that's really the only injury news that we have. So I'm a little concerned here um, that we didn't have a line out for this one yet. Um, let's start with the Clippers. What are we looking at here on LA? Uh, yeah, LA. I mean, I think you know you got to look at guys like uh, Gallinari, who's been you know he's been balling, playing really well the last like five six games. Um, I know I know he's seven K on DraftKings, but I st- I still don't mind the price. Um, you know, uh, these guards, I'm, I'm probably not going to Lou Williams today. Um, you know, Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander has been getting the minutes. Um, I guess I, I, I could go there on this slate at 5,300 on DraftKings. Um, same him and P Bev are the same price. I'd probably go Shea cause he's kind of shown the upside the last three or four games and he's looked pretty good. I've watched, uh, two of those games and he's, he's looked really good. So, I do not mind him. I think other than that, though, I think those are the only two guys from the Clippers I'm looking at. So are we, like, are we a little concerned that, like, you know, they they travel after this. They go to New York on Sunday. Are we a little concerned? I guess this is an early game. We'll probably get the news, but I wouldn't be shocked if Gallinari sits in this game. Ooh. (sighs) Like, they're playing, they're playing Cleveland. The West is pretty much done. Like, you know, the the Clippers are eight games up on the Kings between that eight and nine spot. And then, like, the Thunder, the Spurs, the Jazz, and the Clippers are all playing for five through eight still. They're all tied, I think, at 42 wins or whatever. But isn't this a spot that – I know they they did it on a the back end of a back-to-back like a week ago, or maybe it was like 10 days ago. Uh, it was against Portland – Maybe like with this with this swing coming up where they're about to go East Coast, I wouldn't be shocked if Gallinari or Lou Williams like I wouldn't be shocked if one of the big two out of the, the Clippers gets a day off here. Well, I mean, if that was the case, then I'd really like the other one for sure. Um, I, I, oh yeah, I can see what you're saying. Uh, I, I guess I wouldn't be shocked either if that happened. I personally don't think it happens. Um, you know, they're not rolling out Gallinari really for like 35 to 40 minutes a game. Like he's, they've kept his minutes kind of in check, you know, for the most part, he's been playing around like 31 ish minutes, um, averaged out over like the last like five or six games. So I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like they'll keep him around that, but even at that minutes in this price, I still think he could smash value, but I see what you're saying. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, you know, it's just trying to figure out, you know, night before why there isn't a a Vegas total up on a game that doesn't have a lot of injury news with both injury reports already out. So um, that's all, Uh, you know, um, Cleveland side of things. Is there anything here on Cleveland that stands out to you against the Clippers? Yeah, I I feel like this is a Jordan Clarkson game. 
I, I don't mind his price at 5K on DraftKings. Um, you know, on FanDuel, he's, what, 5,200. I, I still don't mind that. Um, I, I just think, you know, this is a good spot for, like, scoring guards. And, uh, you know, him, you know, Colin Sexton, 6,200 on DraftKings. I, I probably would just take the discount with um, Clarkson. But, like, he's definitely still in play. Um, other than that, you know, Kevin Love, I'm not touching. You know, he went out last game in the second half. He got, like, a back injury against Milwaukee and just kind of left. I don't, I don't know, you know, if he's going to have any lingering effects. I just don't trust it. Um, so I, I think I'm just going to stay away from the big situation on Cleveland and just stick to the the guards for the most part. Yeah, I will say like if if Love misses the game, um, I have a little interest in, in Larry Nance. He played a lot of second half minutes in that game when Love went out. Um, Love didn't play in the second half, or he played like three or four minutes and in the the second quarter. And uh, Nance played the, the other nine minutes, and then he played he played the last six minutes of the game as well. So, you know, he played 15 second half minutes after only playing eight minutes in the first half. So if Love sits, I have a little interest in Larry Nance. He's not cheap, uh, so it's not like you're getting an excellent value. It'd be more of just looking at the contrarian side of things uh, for Nance than anything else. But again, not a game that I love. Um, there's going to be some games that I love. Don't love this one. This isn't This isn't the, the Thursday slate was gorgeous, and this one's just like, eh. Um, Thunder at Toronto, 226 and a half total here. Toronto favored by two and a half. Um, no real news here on the Thunder, but, uh, Kyle Lowry's out for this game on the Raptors. Let's talk Thunder first. What are we looking at here? Yeah. So, I mean, the Thunder, I, I love this game when they, uh, they played, what was it Wednesday? Um, and I stacked up this game. It was, uh, it was a great game to stack up. I, I think you go back to, you know, Westbrook. At ten eight, I I still love that price on uh, DraftKings FanDuel. He's a little more expensive, but he's still by far like the best point guard on the slate. So I still think on FanDuel, you still have he's still you know your top guy. Um, uh, other than that, on OKC, you know you could go to Stephen Adams at five five is still kind of mispriced on on DraftKings. Um, so I guess I wouldn't mind that. But I think other than that, I, I think I, I – Jeremy Grant, I, I guess, but I, I don't love him. He's 5'3". His price went up. Um, but he's playing big minutes the last two games. So, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, just looking at it, Westbrook's the the play here. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul George going to have quad defense. So with, with Lowry out, Westbrook, you know – gonna see a lot of van vliet you gotta you gotta think about it like if you're playing cash games grant and schroeder are 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 certainly guys that probably have a four and a half x floor um they're really solid plays here they're just not great high ceiling tournament plays um i don't think they're bad plays by any means but you know even steven adams against marcus all we saw steven adams play 40 minutes the other night and just still wasn't able to get a double double in 40 minutes against Marcus all. So 
I'm a little even. I'm a little concerned about Adams, but I do think it's encouraging that he played 40 minutes in that game. Um, I know it went to overtime, so there was some extra minutes in that game. But the fact that they rolled him out for 35 minutes in regulation um, just tells you that Adams has upside at his price compared to Grant and Schroeder, who are priced kind of right where they should be. Um, I don't see a ton of ceiling for either one of those guys. I really do think Westbrook's the play from OKC, and I don't want to overthink it. Yeah, I mean, it. What, one thing that was good with Grant was he actually, you know, he took double-digit shots in that last game against Toronto. He took 14 field goal attempts. I mean, he was 3 for 14 from that game, and so he, he shot terribly from the field, and he still ended up with 30 uh, fantasy DraftKings points. So, I mean – he can do it in other areas like, you know, rebounding and stuff like that. Like he can get steals and blocks and, and everything like that. It's, it's just interesting that if, if I knew he was going to shoot double digit times, you know, like I, I'd be rostering him at five, three. It's just, you know, I, he usually doesn't take that many shots. Yeah. It's like three games in a row. He's taken um, double digit shots. If you yeah. think like you could play grant here, if you think that Paul George is going to get shut down again, um, you know, somebody's got to be open. Yep. Um, the Toronto side, you know, anytime Kyle Lowry's out, you know, it's it's the same story. You just play Fred Van Vliet. Um, uh, again, you know, he put up 36 fantasy points the other night against the Thunder in that game, and they only raised his price 600 bucks. Um, he's gonna play a ton of minutes with Kyle Lowry off the floor, and I think that, you know, obviously it depends on what site you play on because. Even at 5,600 on Fandle, they, they, they've raised this price faster on Fandle, but even at 5,600, he's in play over there on Fandle. Yeah, 100%. I, lo- I love Fred Van Fleet um, on both sites. I think another guy to, that you can look at is someone like Danny Green, who, uh, you know, you saw, like, he's just going to put up some shots, and, you know, he's 4,100 4, on DraftKings. Um I think I'm Fandle. What is he? Uh, where is he at? I'm Fandle. You can find him on Fandle. Oh, here he is. Yeah, 4,500. So uh, I think he's in play. Um, you know, he's getting the if he's going to get the minutes with Kyle Lowry out. You know, 30, 35 minutes somewhere around there. Then I think he's fine. Um, Pascal Siakam though is my main target. Yes, and and I think he's like the top play outside of Westbrook in this whole game. Um, and then Fred Van Fleet, that'd be the way I'd target this game. Um, Siakam just showed like his like all around versatility. Um, guy gets rebounds, assists. He pushed the ball on the, on the break, you know, with Kyle Lowry out too, he, he gets more opportunity for that. So I think he, he kind of like benefits just like Fred Van Fleet with Kyle Lowry out, you know, um, cause usually they have two guards you know, on the floor when Lowry's in with like Van Fleet. So now with Lowry out, when it's just Van Fleet, Siakam gets a little more opportunity to kind of push the ball and run the break. Yeah, I like Siakam a lot. I I really like Van Fleet, Siakam, Westbrook. I think that's how I would stack this game. That's probably how I'm going to approach this game if I do end up stacking it. And um, glad we're on the same page there. Moving on, we got Denver at New York. It is a 216 total. Denver's favored by 11. They are playing. I don't know if that game had finished already or not uh, before we got started here, but they are playing on Thursday, so it is a back-to-back for them. Um, 
and we won't have any injury news here. They they're coming off of a close win uh, against the Wizards, as I'm looking at it here. Um, on the New York side, Vonley is questionable. Frank Nicklakina is questionable, and Trier um, is out um, dealing with a left strain um, quad or something. I don't remember what it was. Let's start with Denver. You know, obviously Denver on a back to back. You know. Oh, and DSJ's out still for the Knicks. Sorry. Um, as far as Denver goes, do we trust Jokic? Do we trust Millsap? Do we trust Murray here? Or if we're playing anybody from Denver, is it guys like Morris or maybe even like a Plumley, like cheaper guys that didn't play a ton of minutes on the front end of the back-to-back? Um, Denver wants to win every game. Let's just be real for a second. They've they have caught Golden State, and they could end up one in the e or West. And you want to be number one in the West if you're trying to beat the Warriors in a seven game series. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think I'd be more on the route of playing, you know, a guy like Jamal Murray or Jokic um, at their prices. Um, Jamal Murray's just the guy that I'm kind of looking at. I feel like. This matchup kind of suits up well for them. You know, the guards for the Knicks, they're going to be down, you know, a bunch bunch of people if uh, Nilakina sits. You know, Kadeem Allen, it seems like he's going to play. So it's going to be him and Moutier if Nilakina sits in the backcourt with Dotson and Jenkins. You know, I really do like this matchup for um, Jamal Murray. I think it sets up well for him, you know, even on a back-to-back. You know, I, th- I think his price is fair at 6300 And in New York, maybe the Knicks can keep this game somewhat close to where, you know, like rostering, you know, one or two Knicks along with Murray or even Jokic too um, would be a good way to go. I will say I wanted to point this out. I had it written down. They haven't played a back-to-back since Gary Harris had all- missed all those games um, in-, in February. So since the end, since like the middle towards the end of February, Denver hasn't played a back-to-back. So we don't know how they're going to approach the back-to-back with Gary Harris um, after having those injuries. And I think that they trend on the the side of careful here uh, against the Knicks. So don't be shocked if Gary Harris, who played 29 minutes on, on Thursday, misses the game. An- another 7:30 game, total speculation. But um, you know, if he sits. Then we could, you know, potentially bump up like a maybe like a Tory Craig or somebody, Malik Beasley, one of these guys, maybe even Monte Morris. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you know he sits, you know Malik Beasley, I feels feel like comes in and starts for him. You know, I, I, I think I would prefer him over the other two guys you said, but hundred uh, percent agree they're at least in play. Um, I would still probably side to actually still playing, you know, Jamal Murray and, you know, maybe even Barton too with Gary yeah, Harris out. Um, I, th- I think that would, you know, give him a, a boost as well. So I, th- I think those are the guys that I'll be targeting from the Denver side. That's good. Friends don't let friends play Jokic. Um, <laughs> New York side of things here. Obviously, a lot of question marks, a lot of people out. Um, they're the New York Knicks. We don't feel good about playing any of these people. Is there anything that's standing out to you here for the Knicks? I mean, Knox played almost the entire game. I think he played 47 minutes in that last game. So, I mean, 
I hate recommending this guy, but if he's going to go out there and play 40 minutes or close to that, I mean, I think you have to at least like have him in your player pool. Um, I'm not saying if you make one lineup, he should definitely be in it, but we like the minutes and, you know, it, you know, if you, if you're going to take some guys from the Denver side, you know, then I think, you know, taking someone like Knox uh, isn't a terrible way to go. I think also, um, you know, Moutier uh, is someone who I would definitely look at going up against his old team. Um, you know, he, he's just someone who, when he's on, he can, he can put it, put it on quick, but when he's off, it, like it, it all depends on his shot, you know? So it's just, it's tough to predict, but he, he could definitely do it. And at 5,100, I think he's, you know, he had put up 17 shots last game. So I, I like that. I, I think Moody is someone who I, I'm definitely going to look at. Yeah. Moody Dotson uh, is another one. I think Dotson, you know, he, his minutes were a little limited in that back-to-back um, the other night, but came right back after that game and against Utah and played 37 minutes. So, he seems like he's blowout proof as well. Um, I think they just limited him on that back-to-back after he played 41 minutes against the Lakers. So Dotson and Moutier, probably my two favorites uh, from New York. But again, they're the New York Knicks. You can't trust anything when it comes to the to the New York Knicks because, um, oh, our buddy Fizdale is definitely one of the most um, awesome coaches for DFS. Yeah. Hashtag sarcasm. You... <laughs> And I mean, remember you got Mitchell Robinson played 30 minutes last game, but it was in a blowout and, you know, DeAndre Jordan played 18 minutes. So do we trust that? I, you know, that could easily be swapped around for this game if this game stays close. So I'm not, I'm not saying don't play Mitchell Robinson or play uh, DeAndre Jordan. I'm just saying like, don't trust those minutes. I mean, I think at his price, Mr. Robinson is someone you can look at at 4,300 because he's finally came back down from when he was playing all those minutes and, you know, doing really well. I, th- I think he's someone who you can definitely look at, but I, I just don't trust him. He fouls so much and, you know, it- it's just really hard sometimes. He'll get three fouls in three minutes and be out for the whole half. So, it, you know, that does scare me a little bit. I think the easiest way to put it is don't trust anything from New York, but we're not going to hate any any upside from some of these guys. If you do get the minutes right, and that goes for a lot of NBA teams. If you get the minutes right on some of these players, like you can have big nights and it's just all about projecting minutes because we can predict, we can project what they do when they're on the floor. It's just projecting the minutes and how the minutes are going to play out more than anything else. Right. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American dental association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule of every three months for just five bucks three out of four of us use bristles that are old worn out and ineffective a built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides helping guide a full and even clean up to 90 percent of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly my Quip toothbrush is on its way. It'll be here when I get back from Martinsville, and I'll be using it next week, and I'll be able to tell you guys why I like it or why I don't like it. And, you know, that's why a lot of people like Quip. You know, you get to tell them exactly how you feel, and uh, they're backed by over 
20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. If you go to getquip.com slash fantasy fix right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash fantasy fix. Getquip.com slash fantasy fix. San Antonio at Houston, 220 total here. Houston favored by six in this game. Didn't see any injury news in this one. Uh, Fareed's probable, and both teams pretty much at full strength here. What are we looking at here on San Antonio? Yeah, I mean, uh, San Antonio, I think, you know, Derek White is someone who I, I wanted to bring up because, you know, his minutes have been kind of down lately. You know, he only got 19 minutes in that last game. Uh, I didn't really see that last game, so I don't know. It doesn't seem like he was in foul trouble. Um, but, like, I still think at 5,300, if he's getting a start, he's someone he, who you could definitely take a shot at in tournaments. Um, I know Patty, uh, Patty Mills has been getting, you know, 20, 25 minutes. Um, he's 3,800. I don't know if we – we have a ton of value as is, so I, I probably wouldn't go there. But um, – I think also uh, Rudy Gay is someone to look at because I do feel like Houston will go small. Um, and if Houston's going small, I feel like uh, Rudy Gay could either draw the start or just play a ton of minutes, you know? So, you uh, we'll see if, you know, if he draws a start or if, you know, I do think though they play small for a lot of this game. And if they do, Rudy Gay could see a lot of four, four uh, and three minutes. Yeah, I like Rudy Gay call. Um, he's certainly somebody I'm looking at here. I don't really love anything else. Like, White is really cheap. And if you get the minutes right, what we were just talking about, if you get the minutes right on White tonight, he could have a big game here against Houston. So certainly don't mind him. He's averaging a fantasy point per minute against this team in three matchups this season. So if he gets that 30 minutes and 30 fantasy points, you're looking at 6x with the potential of going for more if he has a better game. So... Um, as far as Houston goes, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I will say like, so I play, I talked about Daniel house the other day and uh, against Memphis and I really liked him. I played him everywhere and I, I think I'd do it again in the same circumstance. Just wanted to go back to that play really quick. Um, we got the exact. We got 39 minutes out of Daniel House Jr. in that game, and he just didn't get there. He didn't have a great night shooting. He just didn't get there. And anybody that played him the other night, I, I think that he was still the right play. I don't think he was a bad play whatsoever. Uh, just didn't get there with Eric Gordon out. Um, let's talk Senate or the Houston side of things here. What are we looking at here on the Rockets? So, I mean, I'm not going to Daniel House uh, with Eric Gordon back. I think that hurts him a little bit. So I, I think I'm just going to stay away from that. You know, even if he did draw a start some, somehow, like I, I still wouldn't like him that much. You know, I think the question is, you know, do we play Harden? You know, obviously the coach comes out and says, you know, we're going to keep him to around 34 minutes. And then he plays 46. <laughs> and an overtime game, obviously, against Memphis. But still, he played over the amount of minutes by far. So I, I think if the game's close, you know, they'll they'll run him out there for what they need to win the game, obviously. Um, 
But I do think that, you know, obviously we've seen with Gordon or Paul out, it directly affects James Harden and his usage and the shots he takes and kind of like the way he plays. Like we've seen it happen. So I want to say that in tournaments, it's a really good idea to go to Harden because he's going to be lower owned compared to Westbrook. I, I just I, like, I know that I am pretty sure that's going to be a fact. He's, he's higher price, you know, um, especially on DraftKings, he's higher price, you know, on FanDuel, you need a two guard. So like, you know, he's the top two guard on the slate probably. So, um, you know, maybe you can fit them both in there, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in tournaments, it's kind of sneaky to, to try and fit Harden in and just, just hope he crushes again, you know, 11-4, he could do it. All I'm saying right now is anytime Harden plays Memphis for the rest of his life, I'm playing him in DFS. Um, he, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe we're saying that. Memphis, he, he just Memphis rushes time. them every time this season. He's like, oh, oh, I'm playing Memphis? All right, 80 fantasy points, done. Um, yeah, I like James Harden as a contrarian, like leverage playoff of Westbrook today for tournaments. Um, in my one lineup build, I probably still end up on Westbrook because I like that three man game stack, uh, that I was talking about, but I don't hate Harden here. I really can't get behind anybody else. Like I don't hate Chris Paul in this spot. He's just kind of priced right where he should be. You know, he can put up a 50 fantasy point game. If you're fading Harden, maybe you play Paul. Um, and I don't think I go back to the well on Daniel House. I do think House got hurt a little bit in that game the other night that, you know, Shumpert drew, drew the start, but House started the second half and had to play with the starters, which his usage was nothing. So I do think that hurt him a little bit the other night. But I think we have so much value in Memphis and in Cleveland and some other spots that we talked about that I don't think I have to play House today. But I don't, I don't hate it. Um, anything else here? Yeah, I, I I actually think uh, I forgot to mention him. I think a sneaky center play is Clint Capella uh, on this slate. I feel like you know with where centers are, you know high price and low price. I feel like people are going to miss this kind of mid tier center, um, you know, and where where he's priced at. And I think at seventy four hundred on DraftKings, I mean, this is a really good matchup. Uh, you know, like San Antonio does not really defend the center position very well. I, I feel like I, I've picked on him all year with the center position, and I feel like it's worked out really well. And if you look at uh, his splits against San Antonio in three games, he's averaging 49 fantasy points. Uh, like, I, I, I'm, I'm 100% positive I played him in this spot probably at least two of those three games or all three of those games because, like, I remember him just absolutely dominating a few of them. So, like – it's I, I, it's just a good matchup. Uh, it might not seem that way, but I feel like it's sneaky and it'll fly under the radar. So someone to look at. Like the Capella call. Miami at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. No total in this one. Waiting on some injury news. Giannis is probable. Brogdon is out. Miritic is out. Bam is questionable. McGruder is doubtful, and Winslow is doubtful. Let's start with Miami. What are we looking at here on the Heat? Yeah, so oh, I just popped out of my screen real quick. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so on Miami side, I think, you know, the BAM news is the big thing. You know, we're waiting for, you know, is he going to play? If he doesn't play, and 
obviously we'll go into the assumption of that, you know, white side, I think would be the guy who benefits. Uh, now he played 19 minutes last game. I think that's around where they want him when Bam's in. If Bam's out, I could probably see him going up to like, you know, I don't know, 28, um, which for me, I think is good enough in this matchup um, at his price. I, I do like him. I think uh, Kelly O would get, you know, a little bit of a boost, but I don't love this matchup for Kelly O. Um, he's, he's got a really tough matchup against whoever he, either Giannis or um, I, I would assume he'd draw Giannis. So if he draws Giannis, it's just, it's a really bad match for him. So I could kind of see James Johnson playing more in this matchup. Um, so if Bam's out, I think Hassan Whiteside would be in, in, in the bigs anyways. Hassan Whiteside would be one. James Johnson would probably be two for me because I do think they need a, a little more athletic four out there. Um, so, and then the guards are, are obviously in play. Goran Dragic is someone who you can look at. D, D Wade, um, 5,200 on DraftKings. I, th- I think he's starting to get to a price where, you know, he should be, but just, you know, 5,200, I could still pay, you know, and he could absolutely outdo that price. All right, Wade, one more bad game. Let's, let's get you back under 5K so we can jump back on. One more bad game, Wade. Get back under 5K. Um, I like the Gordon Dragic call. I like the big skull. Um, you know, the insight that um will help you win tournaments. Let's talk Bucks here. Giannis probable to play if he's back. Middleton's price. He he he's priced like Giannis is out. And for me, Middleton's one of the easiest fades on the slate for me. If Giannis plays, if Giannis sits, I think you could go right back to the well on Middleton and Bledsoe and those guys. But I can't play Middleton at this price if Giannis plays. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you 100%. I'll be fading Middleton um, if if Giannis is in. I I think the interesting thing is, do you think that any of these guys, if Giannis is in, do you think they sit anyone? Like, do you think they give Brooke Lopez or Bledsoe or Middleton a rest? I, I, I don't know. I just feel like they've ran them, you know, Two games, they they had you know two back to backs without uh, Giannis. Then they get a day off, and then they're back on, you know, at home. I don't know. I, I either way, I think Giannis is a really good tournament option. Um, obviously, he'd be better if like one of them sat. But I just think it's interesting, um, you know, that maybe they give one of these guys a rest. Well, the only reason that I say that I don't think they will um, is because. Like this could be the first round matchup, right? Like the Bucks are one in the East, the the Heat are eighth right now, and you want to do everything you can to knock out a team that's hot. And you know Miami's won eight of the last ten games. They're they're playing really good right now. So I think if the Bucks can help the Magic get into that eighth or ninth or or seventh seed instead of the Heat, I, I think they're going to do everything they can to win this game. Personally, um, that, that's just. Uh, again, could it happen? Sure. Yeah, Middleton and Bledsoe really didn't play more minutes than they have been, you know, in close games anyway. Like, you know, Bledsoe played 35 and 32. He's right at like 30, I think 32 and a half on the season. And, you know, Middleton played 36 and 37. And in close games this season, he's played around 34 minutes. So 
it's not like they overextended those two guys on the back to back and then they had a couple days off. So um, I'm not super concerned about the Bucks resting somebody and they're at home. If it was in Miami, I think it'd be a higher chance for that happening. But, you know, you're at home, man. You don't rest people at home. You got ticket yeah. people. People want to buy those tickets and well, expect I'm, the studs. I'm, I'm, I'm fading. I would fade Bledsoe and Middleton. Their, their prices are, I think, at a little point where it's like, Giannis isn't in and, and you know he's obviously expected to play so I think I'm just gonna stay away from those two and I don't know maybe play Giannis in, in a lineup I you know I don't make that many lineups I'm usually like a one to three lineup guy but I don't know I I think you know he's a, a real sneaky play I, I don't think anyone's gonna own him you know where you're not playing Giannis you're not playing Giannis on FanDuel at 13k with Harden yeah. at 12-4 and Westbrook at 11-7. That's where you're not playing Giannis. Um, just just, just wanted to make sure everybody knows that you're not playing Giannis on FanDuel today. Um, yep. No matter what. Like, Milwaukee's pretty much a fade for me on FanDuel. Um, you know, with their dynamic pricing this season, they've priced guys up when they've been playing well. Bledsoe is priced way up. Um, you know, Middleton's priced up. Giannis, obviously, is really up there like we were just talking about. And then uh, they priced my boy Pat um, Connington um, up. And uh, it was fun riding him, you know, getting those extra minutes. But I'm off of him as well. You know, it's just his price is up. And we have a ton of value. And Giannis is expected back. There's just – there's there's no meat on the bone here for the Bucks today, as my good buddy Will Chief Justice 06 would say. So we are – Was that Chief Justice or Dean? No, Chief. If if Dean I, took that from Chief, du oh man! I heard something about Dean. That Dean was saying he said it first. I I don't know. Oh don't know. no, 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 Dean! Get at Dean. Get oh, at, get at Dean. I I heard it. I heard it from him. Oh, Mister Mister Ten Percent over here. Don't be coming up and trying to steal some stuff from the morning grind. Um. All right. Last game on the slate. We got Brooklyn at L.A. It's a late game. It's a standalone late game. It's two hours after the Milwaukee and Miami game kicks off. Um, big gap in between these games. Crab is out. Ball is out. Ingram is out. LeBron is expected to play is the last thing I saw. Um, he, he's dealing with a groin injury um, and, and only went through about half a practice on Thursday. Late game, you know, obviously you're going to have to make the decision whether you think he's going to play or not. There's no total in this one. Let's talk Brooklyn first. Is there anything here for the Nets? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the guards are just – they're in play. You know, Russell, Dimwitty. Um, I know Dimwitty's minutes, you know, were kind of down last game, but it's a perfect tournament spot. Great matchup. Um, he's 5,900 on DraftKings. Like, this guy has 50-point upside. Um, you know, on FanDuel, he's 5,500. Nobody's going to roster him after, you know, that last game. And I think like everyone's going to play Russell, who I, who I also love as well, but his price is just, you know, up there. Um, so I, I, I think Dimwitty is a sneaky play in tournaments. Um, Karis LeVert just still hasn't shown that, like that upside that, that, um, you know, I watched him the last couple of games and, He's looked okay, but he still doesn't look like, you know, the Karis LeVert before the injury. Um, I still think he's taking his time, getting his legs back under him and and, and stuff like that. So I, I think I'm going to avoid him uh, for the most part. And then uh, Jared Allen, someone that I think you can look at at 5,500. 
again in tournaments. Just, you know, hope he gets that 30 minutes. I don't know how much you look at like recent trends and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously it, it's to each his own, how you interpret, um, you know, recent trends. But if you look at D'Angelo Russell, he's a guy that has a 31% usage rate on the season. The last three games, 47, 39, 46% usage rates in those three games. He's taken at least 25 shots now in three straight games. I don't know what it is. It, you know, obviously D'Angelo Russell is a very streaky NBA basketball player. You know, we talk about this all the time. But you get a matchup here against the Lakers, uh, a team that obviously he wants to do well against. You know, he vendetta to the max against this team. Um, he took 21 shots in the first temp in the first game against this team earlier this season, put up 50 fantasy points. D'Angelo Russell is my tournament play of the day. Um, I hate the fact that he's 8,300, but I love the fact that he's 8,300. If he was 7,300 in this spot, he would be massively chalk. I don't know if a lot of people pay 8,300 for D'Angelo Russell here against Lakers. Really? You don't think he's going to be uh, higher owned? I, I, that's, that was one of the reasons why I thought Dimwitty would be a great tournament play because I thought Russell would be extreme, extremely high owned after that last I, game. I could be wrong. I, I also think it matters which site you play on too. Um, I've been playing a lot more on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft because like, I want it to lock when, I'm, when it's lock. And I, I've seen trends where like late games have not been as high owned on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft. And like on DraftKings, you have the opportunity to swap out and make adjustments to like the 830 games to get to the 1030 guys. So I'm, I'm just saying maybe on DraftKings, Russell gets a lot of love, but I think maybe on like a FanDuel, especially at 8,900 on FanDuel, I don't think D'Angelo Russell gets a lot of love today. And I, I still, I think I'll still play him at that price over there. Well, Stevie, if you're right, then on DraftKings, I'm, I'm going to roll out Russell and Dimwitty. Boom. If, if, if that's it, then I, I'm taking both of them because they could both smash at their, their prices. And if you think the ownership's going to be low, obviously we'll have to, you know, see the projected ownership, uh, you know, later you know later on when it comes out but if that's the case then i mean russell russell's a great play i i was just thinking you know a pivot off him because you know i thought he would be high yeah, on but yeah he had the big game and obviously the narrative but I, I honestly i think like roster construction and price will keep his ownership under i don't want to go like crazy here i think it'd be under 20 but i wouldn't be shocked if it's under like 12 wow you know you yeah. know what i mean i don't think it's gonna even, be like even under 20 i'm in even under 20 i'm in so jamino has a tough job each and every day and you know obviously it's it's tough you know adjusting the projected ownership but i always build lineups as we go uh, on DraftKings because that's the site that we use that we're looking at and stuff and it's not easy to fit russell in with you know some game stacks from those earlier games like the thunder in toronto game or you know, and stuff like that. Like if you're looking at Harden and, you know, you're looking at people like this, it's not easy to get Russell in there either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, I, I love it. Love him. Um, anything on the Lakers that you like here? Uh, I like Rondo's price. <laughs> I, I, I think that his price at 6,400 is a good price. I mean, I don't, 
love that his minutes are unpredictable and we've seen it fluctuate. You know, in the last four games, he's went 30, 37, 28, 39. So, you know, can he get more than 30 minutes? Yes. We've seen it happen in two of the last four games. We've also seen him get 30 or less. So I think it's a great matchup. Um, fast pace. I think he can push the ball and, you know, run in transition, which suits Rondo really well. So um, I, I do like him at that price. I, I might have, you know, one share of him in my like three lineup build. Yeah. And like uh, KCP had a blast from the past game the other night. Like where'd that come from? Um, with yeah. LeBron out against Milwaukee, he put up 50 fantasy points, 35 actual points for him. He just, he had, he was wow. on fire from beyond the arc. Um, I wouldn't chase that. And like Caruso, you know, his minutes have been pretty secure. I just, I don't really trust anything on Lakers anymore, to be honest. Um, I like the Rondo call though, because at 6,400, Rondo still has that ceiling and, this price range is really strong for Rondo. So I, I like the Rondo call. I think that even on a single entry, I think I, I would consider him like he's going to be in my player group um, for lineup construction. Stevie, I really feel like today's lineup construction is going to be, uh, you know, as many guards as you can fit in the way it's looking yeah. right now. You know, this could change obviously, but the center position to me doesn't look, you know, as strong. I feel like, you know, especially on sites like DraftKings, you know, where you can have, you know, a garden utility. I feel like right now that's the lean I, I have on my builds. Yeah, for sure. Um, some days we want all the power forwards and centers. Some days we want the guards. And, you know, if that's what roster is telling us what to build, so roster is telling us to build. Yep. Uh, all right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. Um, John, give me your favorite game to go over or under. I'm going to go with the – oh, this is easy. I'll just take the OKC-Toronto game to go over. All right. I'm going to take the over in the Orlando game. Wow. Okay. 208.5, a lot of people out from Memphis. I, with that game maybe going a lot, lot younger here, it could be a faster-paced game. Okay. They could get up and down and just run in that game. Uh, favorite play under 5K to 7X. Um, under 5k let's see here i think i, I want to say james johnson but i don't know if bam's gonna be out um i'll go with uh i'll go with kevin knox why not yeah just you're you're playing the minutes game there that's all you're doing yeah. um I'm going to take Tyler Dorsey. It's your guy. Yeah, going all the way back. Um, over 8K, not or over 8K, not to 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, I'm going to say Paul George. I took him the other day in this matchup, and it worked out um, as my play. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go... I really want to say Vooch, but Vooch has been so consistent this year. I can't really say Vooch because I think 5X is very doable. I don't think he has a massive ceiling. So I'm going to take Jokic and just kind of assume that they get up in that game and he doesn't play his full lot of minutes. 
And friends don't like friends play Jokic. Um, favorite 6X play on the slate? Oh, man. There's so many good plays. Uh, I'm not going to take your boy. I'm going to go with my sneaky call, Clint Capella. Clint Capella is going to gonna do it. All right. And everybody knows I want D'Angelo Russell. So, um, I, I love the spot for D'Angelo Russell. You pretty much found out like the build that like I I want to do today. I want that three man stack for Toronto. I want D'Angelo Russell, and I want the cheap guys, and I want to try to make it all work. And um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of injury news that comes out, and it's going to ruin that. But night before, that's what I'm looking at. John, always a blast having you here. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. Everybody, good luck, and then uh, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, indeed. If you're playing NASCAR, head on over to RotorGrinders.com/slash/NASCAR. To get all my NASCAR information, it's one of the weeks that you really, really, really have to be paying attention. There's a ton of stuff going on. Saturday night qualifying, in-pound race. Um, I'll be at the track getting the information as fast as I can to my subscribers. So if you want to play NASCAR, head on over there. Check that out. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again Monday.